and welcome to Shades of Blue episode 9 and this is actually going to be Baby Blue episode 2 because funnily enough there is something fairly big that's happening at the moment that we felt it would probably be a good idea to have a little chat about. Um, Juno's so, birthday last week. Well it was, who's, it was Juno's birthday last week yeah exactly yes please um, please navigate yourself over to at Suki and Janoodle on Instagram and send Gino all the birthday wishes because um, that kind of birthday validation really matters to her. Coronavirus, let's just let's just, let's just say it. I thought that it would be really good to have a chat. We have Ben here, um, and Ben is somebody who deals with moderate to sometimes quite severe health anxiety. Um, and I know this is something that a lot of you out there are dealing with. Um, so I thought it was important for us to have a conversation about how one navigates a global pandemic. Let's just put it out there. It is, it is unfortunately a global pandemic um, with, with um, clinical health anxiety. So, Ben, like, first of all, could you just give us a little overview of your history struggling with this and what it kind of means in your um, day-to-day? Well, I've been struggling with it since I was in my early 20s, I think. Um, and it started at uni and after I had done several years of abusing party drugs. It started um, It started with anxiety around having a heart attack. So I would, any type of chest pain um, I experienced, whether it was just muscle ache uh, from going to the gym or just the day-to-day aches and pains one would feel, I would be convinced that I was about to die of a heart attack. And that would cause severe panic attack episodes. Um, where I would be convinced I was about to die and would call an ambulance. um, And it was really consuming for a long, long time. And I've never really gotten over the the effects of that. Um, It manifests in different ways. So my heart is always quite a a big one. Um, But in recent years, I've had various other illnesses uh, strike me down that I have worked up to being much, much bigger and much more sinister in my head at the time. Um, Day to day, it doesn't really affect me, but recently, obviously, with what's going on in the world, it's a bit of a struggle to stay calm, but I seem to be managing so far. And what do you think it is that is helping you um, try and stay calm and and measured about what's going on? Is there anything specific that you're doing or not doing right now? Yeah, at first I thought it would be sensible to read as much about the virus as possible uh, to just educate myself into the the, the science as we know it and uh, as, as we know it today. But what I found is that the more I read into it and the more I read the news and um, read social media and tried to educate myself, the worse I felt, to be honest, because there's so much panic out there at the minute and there's so much... Um, misinformation. 
Yeah, I mean, it's not, I haven't really come across a lot of misinformation, but I feel like the media isn't doing a great job at keeping people calm and people generally will panic over these sorts of things. So social media has been a bit of a nightmare for me. So I've decided in the last couple of days to try and maybe check the news in the morning once a day, just to see the overall state of things. But then for the rest of the day, just to avoid it and to just try and get on with my day. Cool. So, I mean, and avoiding it's obviously quite difficult because it's literally everywhere. So are you staying off social media or just kind of you're looking you're looking at it, but being disciplined not to, um, you know, follow? Yeah, but, I mean, there's, you can't avoid it right now. Yeah, you can't avoid it. It's everywhere. But what I was doing previously was really going down a rabbit hole. So right. I was, very, you know, I was reading every story and I was listening to every opinion and I was reading you know the studies that are out there on various previous viruses and you you just sort of end up falling down this never-ending tunnel and um, it's very difficult to get out of once you're in that so yeah I'm just doing my best to not not start falling at the minute. Cool that that makes a lot of sense as someone who doesn't have health anxiety but who is you know a naturally just a human who is concerned about this crazy time that we're in um i definitely find the the amount of information quite overwhelming um especially when it's still a developing situation so it's not like okay well here are the facts and then that's kind of how it's going to be. We don't we don't know what's happening. So the the uncertainty I really struggle with. So I'm having to mm. at least have chunks of the day where I try and distance myself from it. And honestly, so listeners, I'm in LA at the moment. Ben's in in London. Um, <laughs> Ben's stuck in London. Mm-hmm. Um, I I could be in LA for the foreseeable future, depending on whether I can fly back in May. But there's actually I'm in this sort of weird bubble where I'm here staying by myself um and that's actually been kind of helpful with the detachment because i think if i was at home with my family and my friends and my community right there the intensity of everyone's anxiety and uncertainty would would be really overwhelming for me Mm. um so i mean i know that you're you're contending with that more than i am there but I, I don't i don't how is like obviously you're it's you're at home with the dogs so are you glad to kind of be by yourself at the moment in the evenings so you can kind of i'm not gonna like, lie not, have, not having you here is allowing me to have a lot more video game time and that's really helpful right now <laughs> that's really good i mean I, that that's what we should go into now um basically coping mechanisms that you're using now and that you've used historically when you so obviously now you you're handling it extremely well and in the past you have had much more of an intense um more of an intense struggle so back then and now what are the things that you're doing that you find really helpful to try and calm you down i mean my coping mechanisms have never changed it's always been playing games or watching a movie or watching uh, anime, which I'm a big fan of. Um, I find that those things are the only types of distraction that work for me. I can't focus on reading if I'm in a panic. I can't 
distract myself with anything else. So those are my go-to forms of escapism. And I've been doing a lot of that recently, and that's been great. Saying that when you're in the midst of a panic attack and it really has you in its grip and it's completely consuming, I honestly, you know, hand on heart, I've never found anything that can snap me out of it. It seems to just do its thing and take its course and I've always just had to ride it out. So I don't have a magical way of bringing myself out of a really downward spiral when it starts, but I have been able to stop it starting quite successfully with with just my usual distraction techniques. That's really good. So yeah, I think um, it is finding something like video games or with anime, obviously you're watching and reading subtitles, something that's so immersive that you can't multi-screen, um, mm. you can't be distracted, you have to be totally in that zone. Um, yeah. That makes, that makes total sense. Oh, I wanted to ask you about how you're managing sort of anxiety and emotion around uh, your uncle um, speak a little bit about that situation because that's something that uh-huh. I know a lot of listeners out there are going to have their equivalent version of this um, of this situation yeah I think this is actually something that's um, managing to keep me calm because it's taking my focus off myself uh, and you know making me think about the health of someone else right now so uh, my uncle is recovering or has been recovering from um stage four stomach cancer um for about a year now he's also had two strokes and you know i think it's safe to say that his immune system right now isn't isn't great uh, and if he was to contract this virus it wouldn't be very good for him and i think just having someone like that is helping me I and mean, that sounds terrible and it sounds selfish but i know what you mean though it t- it's taking the focus completely away from yourself yeah yeah and i think that's helping me just put my own situation into perspective i have a client who i spoke to earlier today who's um whose mother is um very at risk as well and it's a really worrying worrying situation for everybody um and difficult to deal with. But I actually this morning read uh, a poem that was written two days ago that I would actually like to to read on the podcast because it it made me feel a lot better and really put the whole situation into perspective a little bit. And I, I passed the poem on to my client this morning. It really helped her and it really helped her mom as well. Um, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to read it. Um, I'm not a poet, so it's not going to sound fantastic. <laughs> but um, it was written by Richard Hendrick, and it's actually called Lockdown. And he wrote it about what's happening right now. So I'll, uh, I'll give it a go. Yes, there is fear. Yes, there is isolation. Yes, there is panic buying. Yes, there is sickness. Yes, there is even death. But they say that in Wuhan, after so many years of noise, you can hear the birds again. They say that after just a few weeks of quiet, the sky is no longer thick with fumes, but blue and gray and clear. They say that in the streets of Assisi, people are singing to each other 
across the empty squares, keeping their windows open so that those who are alone may hear the sounds of family around them. They say that in a hotel in the west of Ireland is offering free meals and delivery to the housebound. Today, a young woman I know is busy spreading flyers with her number on through the neighborhood so that the elders may have someone to call on. Today, churches, synagogues, mosques, and temples are preaching to welcome and shelter the homeless, the sick, the weary. All over the world, people are slowing down and reflecting. All over the world, people are looking at their neighbors in a new way. All over the world, people are waking up to a new reality, to how big we really are, to how little control we really have, to what really matters, to love. So we pray and we remember that yes, there is fear, but there does not have to be hate. Yes, there is isolation, but there does not have to be loneliness. Yes, there is panic buying, but there does not have to be meanness. Yes, there is sickness, but there does not have to be disease of the soul. Yes, there is even death, but there can always be a rebirth of love. Wake to the choices you make as to how to live now. Today, breathe. Listen. Behind the factory noises of your panic, the birds are singing again. The sky is clearing, spring is coming, and we are always encompassed by love. Open the windows of your soul, and though you may not be able to touch across the empty square, sing. And that's it. That's that's amazing. Thank you so much for doing that. Um listeners i had no idea that um ben had a, a poem and a reading prepared so I'm, I'm feeling all the feels right now um that yeah that's that really sums it up i think it's about what there's so much that's outside our control um and it's figuring out the small things that are in our control to um be able to first of all give ourselves some structure so that we can maintain calm and then once we have that foundation of calm how we can help other yeah. people and i think it's it echoes what i've been feeling a lot in the last couple of days is that it feels like although it is terrible it is giving me a chance to slow down and reflect on a lot of things um just my day-to-day -day habits my um my perceptions of the world and i think that a lot of people are probably going to start feeling the same sorts of things the longer they isolate it's going to force them to sit down breathe a bit more and reflect on just day-to-day -day life and their relationship with themselves and the world and the people around them and even though it is a horrible thing that is happening that kind of enforced quiet time is a good time. thing for people to do and the fact that most of the world is going to be doing it at the same time that's kind of amazing and i'm yeah that's pretty, pretty powerful yeah i'm pretty confident um, that 
the world will be a different place after this has passed and it will pass and i'm pretty confident that it will be a better place for it um i think that's a really fantastic note to finish on thank you guys for tuning in um this was obviously like very unplanned and on the fly i hope that you were able to pull some comfort from this which was really really our intention just to remember that everybody's dealing with this and there are there are small things that we can all do to just make this ride a little bit smoother yeah and (laughs) if anyone out there knows where i can buy toilet paper let me know oh my god same yeah like west la i mean i presume presumably the whole of california is just uh tumbleweed where there should be toilet paper yeah i won't tell you what i've been using (laughs) oh god that's just not that kind of podcast (laughs) thanks so much everyone for listening we're also when we load this episode up onto charliecohen.com um ben filmed an extremely sweet emotional video of our puppy today um which i think would be a perfect accompaniment um to to this it's um so yeah Don't when if you're, if you're listening to this if you're listening if you're listening to this on so it was, it was ben's like extremely his like one take two minutes it's it's beautiful it's cinematic it has a puppy in it you need it um, but if you're listening to this um on your favorite podcast provider um head over to charlie-cohen.com um hit the shades of blue section we'll link in the show notes as well and um i encourage you to watch this sweet sweet puppy video because you'll definitely um reach the end of that feeling a lot better about life thank you very much everyone (laughs) thanks guys